Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Traditionally Speaking. My name is Tom and in this episode my good friend Joe and I are going to be talking about something that is an essential for everyone's Christmas, the poinsettia and the Christmas cactus. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, I'll tell you, next to the Christmas tree, you know, there's no question that the number one plant you see everywhere at Christmas time is the poinsettia. Yeah, they're hugely popular over here as well. Um, if you visit a garden centre or one of the larger homeware stores, you can't move for them. There'll be a sea of them every Christmas. Yeah, I was surprised to hear that, Tom, when you told me that, because, you know, looking at your climate versus most of the U.S., you've got a much harsher climate for, for like a point say, because, you know, obviously you're talking about a plant that had its origins in Mexico. So, which is anything but a cold climate. Well, that's perfectly true because, I mean, the climate here is, you know, pretty pretty cold in the winter. Um, but uh, the beauty of it, at least, is that we, we never said that we necessarily had a good track record at keeping them alive, just that we loved them. <laughs> so, if you can buy a poinsettia and it lasts a week, you've done pretty well. And there was a couple of years ago um, that I had one and it lasted a good couple of months and no one really knew what to what to make of it. It seemed kind of unnatural because it lasted so long. <laughs> it was just a very hardy plant. Yeah. <laughs> well, they don't last that much longer in the U.S. either. I'll tell you, by the time, if your plant makes it to Christmas, you're pretty much celebrating you know, that fact that rather than uh, sitting there going, well, okay, it's another one to put out to where dying poinsettias go. So, but it's amazing how these things really uh, came from Mexico. And actually it was the Aztecs that, that prized the plant and Montezuma was just captivated by it. And then they wound up using it as a dye. Uh, and that's how they made their red dye was out of poinsettias. Yeah, I mean, I was amazed to find that out, but I was also surprised to discover that they've been around, at least in terms of, uh, you know, modern culture, um, since the 19th century. And it all goes back to America's very first ambassador to Mexico, Joel Poinsett, who was a botanist. Yes. Yeah. And he was a botanist and he was one of the first ambassadors to Mexico for the United States. And he stumbled across the plant and he loved it so much that he sent it back to South Carolina and started, you know, uh, propagating the plant and growing it at his own home and started passing them out to friends and relatives. And and that was the first time the poinsettia was starting to make its way around as a Christmas plant. And it still took a lot of years for it to, to really catch on because that was 1828 uh, that he discovered it. And obviously it wasn't a big deal until much later in the U.S. But I mean, little could he have imagined that uh, that discovery of such an ancient plant uh, would have such ramifications because now, as you rightly mentioned, on both sides of the Atlantic, uh, it's just something that's that's de rigueur for so many people's Christmases. Um, and for many people, it just doesn't seem like Christmas without one. No, absolutely. And, you know, it's wonderful. Um, you are mentioning that you have what colors in the, in the UK? 
Well, the, the traditional red one is still the most popular, but uh, in the last few years, there has been a an increase in interest in the variant uh, breeds of uh, poinsettia. So you do have some white ones and some bright yellow ones as well now, which are starting to gain popularity. And here in the U.S., in addition to those colors, we also have pink and we have a kind of a mint green where the leaves don't turn quite red. Um, they stay green, but a lighter green, and it's very striking against the dark green of the foliage. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they, all kinds of variants now, and it's what's really amazing is Paul Ecke Sr., um, you know, was the first one in 1923, he founded Ecke Ranch, and now that Ecke Ranch provides, are you ready for this? 80% of the poinsettia plants that are bought and sold in the United States. 80%. Wow. I mean, that's an astonishing figure. If you think about how many poinsettias there are in box stores, grocery stores, nurseries, hardware stores, I mean, almost anywhere that sells anything for Christmas has poinsettias of varying sizes. Yeah, I mean, certainly over here, you see people wearing them for a while. There were badges and there were, you know, various different you know, Christmas cards featuring them. So, I mean, they they, they definitely have, uh, you know, made it into popular culture over here too. Well, and do you know we actually have a National Poinsettia Day? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a good reason to celebrate. As of, as of 2002, they came out with December 12th as being the National Poinsettia Day. So we actually even have a national day for it. Of course, we have a national day for almost everything out here now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm guessing the reason they chose the 12th of December was because if it makes it to Christmas Eve and it's still healthy and hardy, then you've done okay. Yeah, I was going to say most of them, you know, die on the 13th. So... <laughs> <laughs> And then, of course, you have the other uh, amazing plant that pops its head around on, at Christmas, and that's the Christmas cactus, which is another. Now, that one's not nearly as popular, and you don't see as, as much of it as, as not nearly as like you do the poinsettias, but that's really kind of catching on uh, too now. And, you know, it's interesting. There's actually three different cacti that look very similar. You've got the Thanksgiving uh, cactus, the Christmas cactus, and the Easter cactus. And they're all just a little bit different, but the, I'll tell you what, if you have one, you probably wouldn't know whether which one it was until somebody told you. Well, you know, you're absolutely right when you say it hasn't quite caught on to the same extent as the poinsettia, because over here in the UK, um, you tend to find there isn't quite so much uh, of an uptake in the Christmas cactus. Um, and that's largely to do with the climate, I think, as much as anything else. There are some people who are, you know, very keen on cacti generally, um, but uh, unless you have the right kind of conditions for them, um, they can be quite difficult to keep alive over here. Yeah, I mean, I know they will bloom indoors, but it's, you know, it's difficult. You got to give them a lot of light. And it's interesting. Some of them do great. And some of them, you know, kind of like the poinsettia, it's like, well, doesn't quite make it or it doesn't bloom. Um, so, yeah, 
I think poinsettias are always going to be the king of the Christmas plant outside of the tree. But yeah, it's absolutely beautiful to see all these beautiful flowering um, plants. And actually, in truth, even the poinsettia, it isn't truly a flower. There's just the little, little crown at the top that's the flower. Those are just leaves that have changed color. Did you know um, that? You know yeah, I, I'm not sure if it's the same in the US as it is over here, but along with the uh, you know the venerable Christmas fruitcake, um, poinsettias have become a really popular um, gift, you know, at Christmas time. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I mean, and the nice part is you can find them everywhere, so you can pick them up if you haven't gotten your gift. It's like, oh, quick, let's run into the the box store, or let's run into the nursery, or or something. And, and, of course, they come in beautiful plant, planters as, as well. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's a lovely plant. And I can't imagine a Christmas holiday without at least a couple of those around your house. Yeah, absolutely. And they're such wonderful, colorful additions to Christmas, aren't they? I mean, uh, when they're used in contrast to the fir tree particularly, um, you know, they're always so nice to have around. And Let's face it, it can often be a kind of cold and dreary weather outside. Um, so for that reason, uh, you know, it always helps with your with your fairy lights and your tinsel uh, to get the place all uh, brightened up. And the poinsettia is a really important part of those decorations. Yes. Now, one thing I have to do is I have to dispel a myth here because a lot of people think poinsettias are poisonous or that they will, you know, be harmful. I don't suggest you put them in your salad. However, I got to tell you, poinsettias are not poisonous. They, um, If you ate some, you probably get a pretty good stomach ache out of it. And that probably wouldn't be the best, best thing for you. However, you know, dogs or cats or, or babies, that kind of thing, they are not poisonous. They've, they've found this out. I mean, my gosh, you can. You can eat an entire plant and not get seriously ill from it. So uh, just for those of you who think poinsettias are poisonous and don't want to get them because of that reason, they are not. So don't even give it a thought. They're beautiful in the home. And, and if a leaf gets eaten, well, then it's you're just a leaf shy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because it is one of those very um, prevalent stories about them, isn't it? But uh, in reality, um, no reason why people shouldn't be enjoying them and uh, and making the most of them in December uh, when they can. Well, I think what happens is, you know, like if you pull a leaf off, it does have a milky substance to it that comes out of the uh, plant. But, you know, quite honestly, that will not harm you. It's It's perfectly fine. But people automatically assume oh that that can't be good for you it'll kill you so mm. uh and that's not the truth so so just standing up for my poinsettias uh, you go ahead and, and fill the house with them they won't hurt any of your animals or your kids or yourself so anyway but i love them and i'll tell you we love to put them around our trees because they add another element to the beautiful trees around here so feel free to decorate your home with lots of them so and the Eki's Eki Ranch will thank you for it 
<laughs> yeah. I just wouldn't recommend turning them into soup or putting them in the soda stream. That's the, that's the, the I think two no-nos. Not, not exactly a good idea or chop them up and put them in your salad, you know, for color. No, <laughs> I wouldn't exactly suggest that. So, and that same goes for the Christmas cactus. I mean, it's a succulent, but um, yeah. <laughs> there you go <laughs> but i'll tell you how many people we'd love to hear how many people decorate their home with poinsettias and do you do it a little or do you do it a lot um you know there's there's such gorgeous plants wherever you put them so i'd love to hear how um some people do uh decorate with poinsettias and especially if you're a christmas cactus lover you know, where do you find them? How do you grow them? And do they last? I'd love to hear more about that. I wasn't able to find out too much about that. Yeah. Do you love the poinsettia? Do you like to decorate your home with them? Do you have any interesting stories about them? Um, by all means, get in touch and let us know. Yeah. And if you got a plant that lasted longer than Tom's, I want to hear it. <laughs> 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 well, I'll tell you, this, this is a fun uh, short little podcast, but I wanted to definitely talk about these because they are such an important part of our traditions now. And it's amazing how they've grown, you know, basically since the 1920s and 30s, and then really took off during the uh, 70s and 80s. Um, and the 80s was, was when they really started showing up in everybody's home. So be interesting to hear how many people have been decorating with poinsettias that many years. Yeah, I mean, what I love about them is the fact that they really are a, a nice symbol of international friendship because it says everything that a, a plant that was popularised by the Aztecs all those centuries ago um, has become popular all around the world now. Um, you know, it's been so heavily exported that people have come to really enjoy them every year. So uh, I think that's a really nice thing. And it says everything about friendship at Christmas time. And it's interesting if if our listeners want to, you know, kind of Google poinsettias and Christmas cactus, there's some really cool stories about how, you know, the legends and that kind of thing of how the flowers and the plants came about and how they became popular. So it, I'm, I don't even want to talk about it because it's, it's just kind of fun. It's one of those sidebar things that would be fun for you to discover on your own. So look that up. But yeah, there's some pretty cool stories about them too. So don't forget, if you'd like to share some of your stories with us, you can get in contact on our website, which is traditionally-speaking.com. And we're always delighted to hear from you. Absolutely. And we hope you have a blessed holiday season and keep those poinsettias warm and, and cozy. So, and don't drown them. They don't take too much water. <laughs> well, thank you all for listening. Yep. Thanks very much, everybody, for joining us. I hope that you'll come and tune in again soon. Mm -hmm.